When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to episode 196 of the Sources Say Podcast, your go-to Kentucky basketball and recruiting podcast on the growing KSR Podcast Network. The Sources Say Podcast is, as always, presented by our good friends at Justice Dental. You can make an appointment at one of two Lexington locations. That's on Wellington Way and Blazer Parkway. Now is a great time to schedule your dental cleaning. Remember that regular dental appointments are important for your overall health. You can learn more and make an appointment at justicedental.com. Dr. Justice and Dr. Thompson, look forward to seeing you soon. I am your host, Jack Pilgrim of Kentucky Sports Radio, back again with some more recruiting news and intel regarding yet another high-profile UK basketball target. This time, Justin Edwards, five-star wing out of Philadelphia, is ready to make a college decision. The last time uh, we talked I had reported that uh, there was a, a little bit, bit of hesitation. He had uh, gone on record and said that he was going to make his college announcement at Peach Jam, that he was ready to get it over with. Uh, some people close to Justin said, uh, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. I would kind of just take things as they uh, as they go, acknowledge that, yes, he would like to get a decision over with, but said that it's just been so much back and forth between Kentucky and Tennessee that one day he'll wake up on a Tuesday morning and say, I'm ready to commit to Tennessee and then wake up the next day, Wednesday morning and say, you know what? I'm ready to go to Kentucky. And uh, that has created a little bit of uh, just, you know, I think some pressure within that camp that, okay, maybe it's time to uh, sit down and really focus on what needs to come next, where uh, we need to turn our attention. And, and, and there's some talk that from people close to Justin that uh, he was going to use this peach jam kind of unofficial deadline for himself as a, all right, I need to stop waking up every other day and going you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's time for me to sit down and really come up with a, a final decision for myself. Uh, and I, I was told that he was going to use this 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 week that we're in right now uh, to kind of sit down with his family, sit down with those closest to him and, and really uh, kind of weigh the pros and cons of everything and, and kind of push himself to a final decision no more wishy-washy uh you know kind of back and forth waffling on his decision they they wanted to sit down and if he was serious about this sit down and and get a decision ready uh by the end of this summer and and there was some talk you know when, when he said that i was i'm gonna announce at peach jam there was talk yeah there's no way he's gonna be ready by then uh he goes on instagram live today uh on whatever this day is uh, july 12th uh, on this Tuesday afternoon and says, uh, I'm going to commit on Monday. 
Now, I made some calls and talked to people close to Justin, and and, uh, uh, that is not the case. He's not going to be committing this coming Monday. Rather, uh, it will be the Monday after Peach Jam that they want to, you know, let that last week play out where the coaches come and watch him. And, and, uh, you know, it's – is down to Kentucky and Tennessee with Auburn as a very, very, very outside long shot. I would not expect Auburn to be the uh, be in the running there down the stretch, but they're still technically there uh, with Kentucky and Tennessee, definitely 1A and 1B at this point in time, but they wanted to use this last week as a, all right, Let's uh, you know really make sure that we're confident in this decision and uh, make a commitment very shortly afterwards. So uh, they haven't locked themselves into that July 25th date, but the, the people I've talked to uh, around Justin seem pretty confident that that Monday, July 25th was going to be the day. But said if it's Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday of that week, uh, you know don't don't hold them to a specific day, specific time, but uh, they, they want to do it immediately after Peach Jam. They're going to use that week as, you know, see which coaches come to watch him, which uh, are, are still prioritizing down the stretch and really confirm uh, what what Justin wants to do down the stretch. And uh, so that that's going to, they're going to use that as that final week. And then uh, the goal is to get that decision over with immediately after Peach Jam, very, very likely that Monday. So uh, we have a date. We finally have a date. Uh, of when Justin would like to get things off his chest. And, and if you listen to this last uh, episode of the Source Say podcast where we talk through uh, all the latest on DJ Wagner, Aaron Bradshaw, Justin Edwards, some of the latest uh, UK targets, you would know that it has been back and forth between Kentucky and Tennessee. Tennessee has been the long, long, long running favorite. They have done a tremendous job. People close to Justin said you literally could not have uh, you couldn't have recruited any better than what Tennessee did. They prioritized him from day one, made it clear that he was the number one target at uh, at his position that they were recruiting. The only player at their posi- at his position they were recruiting, the only one they offered. They said, Justin, you are our guy at the wing, and we want to make that very clear. Brought him in on an official visit. Things went extremely well, uh, really made him feel at home, made it feel like a, a very family-oriented atmosphere. Uh, checked all of the boxes. All of the boxes told him that he was going to be the the guy there. That he was going to get you know x number of shots, x number of, of touches a game. That it was basically all you could possibly say to a kid to get him to commit. And why did that not come? Why did he not decide to uh, commit to, to Tennessee, the program that has prioritized him the longest out of any school, the ones that uh, inarguably did a better job recruiting from start to finish uh, in this in his decision. Uh, that's because Kentucky has always been the school that he personally liked. He grew up. He said it in several different quotes and in interviews. Uh, Kentucky is my dream school. Kentucky was the one that I always thought that I would end up playing for. Uh, his love for the Kentucky program has never been a secret. Uh, I said on this last show and, and several others in the past that, uh, yeah, he was a little put out by uh, Kentucky's kind of lack of interest and lack of, I guess, zeroing in on him the same way that Tennessee had that, uh, you know, he wanted to go to Kentucky and he always showed the love and said, you know, I, this is the place that I've always wanted to go to. But UK was still recruiting the likes of Matas Buzelis. They were going after um Mackenzie Mbako, uh, you go down the list, all, all of the high pro, you know, Mookie Cook, you go down the list, all the high profile wings in this class. Kentucky was just kind of flirting with seeing, uh, you know, trying to figure out who they wanted to prioritize, who they liked the most in this class. And I think that was something that just kind of turned Justin off a little bit where it was like, you know, I, I can only give so much if, if 
I make it clear that you guys are where I want to go, and Kentucky is looking at five, six different wings. J.J. Taylor was one that they prioritized early, and Justin was just kind of put out by it and said, all right, well, if you're not going to show me that same love back that I'm willing to show you, then I'm going to go look very hard at, at the school that is recruiting me the hardest, and that was Tennessee, and that has continued to be Tennessee. However, uh, there was a turning point in this recruitment, and that was April or so, where John Calipari decided to take the lead in this recruitment, do things by himself. You know, along obviously Orlando Antigua, Chin Coleman, KT Turner here recently, they have obviously ramped things up and, and they've done a tremendous job as a complete staff. But this was one that John Calipari said, you know what? I want to make up this ground and I need to do it quickly. And he did. He took things over himself uh, in April and said, this is this recruitment is going to be my baby. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this kid locked up. Uh, and they he basically worked tirelessly for the next several months to uh, do whatever it took to make up ground on Tennessee. There was no doubt about it. They would be the first to tell you that Tennessee was the leader with Kentucky as a very clear number two, more so battling with Auburn for that second spot rather than fighting for number one with Tennessee. And uh, Kentucky continued to battle and uh, really, really made a ton of headway really push and made a, a ton of momentum and uh, even those that were in, inside Justin's camp and even Justin himself will be the first to admit that yeah I was a little frustrated with how things were to start with but I can only give props to the way Kentucky has handled things as of late they have gone all in on Justin Edwards even when Mookie Cook decided to, to decommit from Oregon and uh, UK had a second shot at going after Mookie UK decided to say you know what Mookie, I, very likely going to go to the G League. There's a lot of talk about you know staying out at, at playing for Arizona. He could just recommit to Oregon. That there was some talk that he was just bored and wanted some attention uh, there publicly because you know he had been filming that movie playing LeBron and that that upcoming movie. Uh, so he wasn't playing in any EYBL events. He wasn't you know he'd already committed, so there, there wasn't any you know com- any recruiting talk and no interviews. Like he was just kind of out of sight, out of mind. And so there's some talk that. He he just kind of wanted to spice things up and and just kind of hit reset on everything. And uh, there's a chance he could go back to Oregon, but there is a lot of prominent pro buzz. And uh, I think when all of that stuff came came about, uh, Kentucky just did not want to risk. Like, yeah, they kind of put a feeler out and said, "Look, if things go south with Justin, or uh, you know, what if for whatever reason he goes to Tennessee or changes his mind, uh, then we'll we'll be happy to reevaluate things and and we'll talk down the road." But they made it clear even to move that uh, the priority was going to be Justin Edwards. Justin Edwards was the number one priority on the wing, and it was, he was going to stay that way. And I think that's something that Justin Edwards and his camp, they saw that and they realized that, and they said, you know what? We appreciate that. That's all we've asked. We just, we've just wanted to feel prioritized uh, by John Calipari and the coaching staff, and they have done an absolutely impeccable job. They have been courtside at every single event. They went to Philly Live back-to-back weekends up in the Northeast to watch him play up close and personal. John Calipari there both weekends, followed it up, watched him play at MBPA Top 100 camp. Uh, they're there again this past weekend at EYBL, and I'm here to tell you that they will be there front and center next week at Peach Jam as well to see him uh, up close and personal. Kentucky is all in on Justin Edwards, and Justin Edwards is – uh, feeling the same love back. He's he's th- th- that connection that he had with the program uh, in the past is has definitely uh, 
re-sparked itself, I guess is a good way to put it. And Kentucky is in a phenomenal spot right now. Uh, we are in the home stretch of this recruitment, and I've talked to multiple sources nationally, people close to the Kentucky program, people close to uh, Justin himself, that nobody was willing to say that it's a done deal, um, that that you know Kentucky had locked things up or Tennessee held off Kentucky, that it's still, it's still up in the air, but uh, I had enough information today to flip my pick uh, from Tennessee to Kentucky uh, earlier this afternoon, right when the news of him uh, putting, you know, make getting a, getting closer to a commitment, committing after Peach Jam, I was very comfortable switching my pick over to Kentucky that they uh, had done enough to at least uh, hold a firm lead going into the home stretch of things in the last week and a half, two weeks or so uh, until a final decision is made. Kentucky has just done a, a, a remarkable job of, of kind of picking things back up and, and really showing him that he's their top priority in the class and, um, you know, just talking to people behind the scenes. I think there's kind of been a realization with people close to Justin and Justin himself that, uh, yes, it, it feels good to be told you're going to be putting up 30 points a game and as many shots as you want, as many minutes as you want. Uh, it, it feels good to be told those things, and that's why Justin liked their pitch for so long. But Kentucky never, you know, we always hear about Kentucky never promises anything. That, anything they don't promise shots, they don't pr- promise you know touches, they don't promise minutes. That's something that that has always been the same, and that's something that will will always remain the same under John Calipari. And I think that didn't necessarily rub. Just in the right way for a while, and and you know they as they were recruiting other guys and said, uh, yeah, we might recruit them, we might sign them, and if if you want to come here and compete against them, then you can come here, come here and compete against them. We're not going to offer something to you, especially that uh, that we're not going to offer them, or or we're not going to promise them something that we're not promising you anything. Like it, there was never that it was a we'll sign whoever we're going to sign, whoever we like, and you guys are going to come in and battle. And I think for a while that wasn't a pitch that appealed to Justin, but I think as he continued to play in these high profile events, he went to MBPA top 100 camp, went to, you know, played some scholastic events with his high school. Uh, he went to uh, Pangos all American camp out in Vegas. And then obviously playing uh, on the EYBL circuit. I think there's been kind of a realization with Justin where it's like, you know what? I know I can be a pro. Kentucky's pitch from the start has been, you're going to come here and you're going to develop as a pro. You're going to compete against pros, and we're going to put you in the league. Uh, it might not be a situation where you come in and put up X number of points. You're not going to get 20 a game like you might get elsewhere, but we're going to bring bring you in and teach you how to be a pro, how to develop as a pro, and, and do so against other pros. And uh, that wasn't necessarily a pitch that appealed to him early on. And I think as he has experienced what it's like to kind of be the only star player on Team Final, a team that's uh, admittedly not the best in terms of overall talent, one that uh, Justin has kind of had to be the guy uh i think the more events that he's gone to he has realized that he is a better team first talent and you know he's better as a facilitator he's better as kind of a a defensive first type of guy he's a a tremendous two-way threat and I think that's kind of something that has appealed to him and, and he's grown more and more and more fond of of that over the last couple months where he's like, you know what, I think I might be a better player and, and shine better 
uh, in a team-oriented setting like Kentucky playing with a bunch of pros where I have a feeling, you know, I'm confident in my own abilities to stand out. You know, he's not worried about coming here and, and you know, being stuck on the bench and not being able to stand out. He's confident in, in his abilities to stand out from a crowd of very impressive talent. He just wants to come somewhere where he's not going to be relied on to, you know, carry the bulk of the scoring load or the or the shooting load or even as like a primary facilitator, ball handler, whatever. He wants to, you know, have other talent around him. And I think that's something that uh, Kentucky has always wanted. And that's something that Justin is now coming around to. It just feels like everything is trending in the right direction where he has come around to uh, or both sides have kind of uh, grown in this in this individual recruitment where Kentucky has gone you know what maybe maybe it wasn't fair to cast such a wide net when you were showing us so much love and and really prove that that you wanted to be here we were recruiting seven different wings and that was obviously not something that necessarily appealed to you you stuck with us let us make up ground now it's time you know and on the same time on the, on the same side Justin uh, you know kind of growing individually and saying maybe it's best for me and my individual talents to uh, go somewhere that's going to maximize my abilities, not just go somewhere where I can show off my current abilities, but go somewhere where I can develop into something bigger and better, uh, where I'll be a better pro at the end of the day. I might not get the immediate numbers, but I'm going to develop as a better pro. It just feels like we are trending in this direction, and this isn't just speculation. This isn't just a gut feeling. This is uh, intel based on on the national level, on Kentucky side of things, people close to Justin, uh, that yes, it's not a done deal. That this it's still a long week, and this is a kid that has been known for you know being wishy washy and going back and forth, but. Uh, as things stand right now, I'm very confident that uh, Kentucky has solidified a lead in this one, and that's why I was comfortable enough to flip my pick over to uh, the Kentucky Wildcats from the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, and if you're able to get a commitment from Justin Edwards, guys, that's a, a tremendous, tremendous pickup for the Wildcats. You get your three uh, locked in for that 2023-2024 season alongside Rob Dillingham. They're still in a, a very good spot with DJ Wagner. They're still fighting and clawing for uh, Aaron Bradshaw. Uh, the, the news just came out that that he has decided to push back his commitment, which uh, if you listen to this show the last time around, I said that he was uh, don't expect a commitment. Kentucky was not expecting a commitment this week, and he went out public and, and said that himself. So, um, I I still think Kentucky is in very good shape with with that one. Uh, the the last little hurdle that Kentucky has to overcome is is convincing mom. I think I think mom likes uh, Louisville a little bit and and things are going well on that front. And I think Kentucky's just just trying to do what it takes to you know get her to. Uh, go all in with the cats. I think that they're confident that that Aaron likes Kentucky and and everybody else around him likes Kentucky. I think Mom just kind of wanted to take a step back and say, let's not rush into anything. Let's not just make a decision for the sake of making a decision. Uh, and that's where we are right now. I think Kentucky is still very confident in its spot. People that I've talked to nationally say, uh, don't sweat it. They'll be able to get things uh, solidified here in the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, if we're trending in that direction with Justin Edwards, trending that direction with Aaron Bradshaw, we're talking about several high profile commitments. Uh, I do not expect DJ Wagner to, to commit this week. Uh, at Peach Jam, I think that could be something that uh, we could see something by the end of July, maybe going into August. He's going to wrap up Peach Jam. He would like to go on a couple more visits and then really sit down and, and come up with a final decision on his end. I think that 
uh, is the uh, likely scenario for him. But it, it, it appears that we are on the cusp of a very quick domino effect of a trio of five stars, maybe even a quartet of five stars. Kentucky is in a very, very solid spot with Uganda Kingsley. Uh, that's something that I would keep a very close eye on. And, and as we inch closer toward uh, the end of this month and, and the dead period coming to a close and, and he's able to get back on visits, I would keep a very close eye on Kentucky in that one. And, and when he gets on campus for a visit uh, in Lexington, and just how quickly things move uh, from there, nothing set in stone. But uh, Kentucky feels pretty sassy about how things are going with Uganda as well. And Uganda himself has come out a couple times and said, uh, Kentucky was a school I always dreamed of playing for. I, that was a school I always wanted to play for as a kid. Uh, when I came over to the States, that was the first school that I had my eye on. And uh, he, he has never been shy about his love for uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. So uh, keep a close eye on that. That has That's kind of uh, their dream class right now. Kentucky wants, uh, alongside Rob Dillingham and Reed Shepard, they want Justin Edwards, Aaron Bradshaw, Uganda Kingsley, and D- and. Um, DJ Wagner, I guess, would be the the sixth guy, and and if you get those six, then I I, I really don't know what else you could ask for in that class. Uh, John Calipari has done a tremendous job of traveling around the world and really uh, you know putting in the extra legwork to get the momentum trending where uh, things needed to be with some of his favorite targets. It, not only is this uh, Cal's just not going in on guys that he that. Uh, like Kentucky and and um, you know guys that he could easily get, he's getting guys that he has fell, fallen in love with on the recruiting trail. Guys that he has seen countless times, time and time and time again at various uh, various settings and you know at, at camp settings and and high school settings and competitive grassroots settings. He's getting guys that he has seen at various levels and and opportunities and and has liked and, and fallen in love with their games and uh, he's trending in in a very very right direction with several of them so uh things things are looking up i'll i will be very clear about that things are looking up kentucky you know nothing is set in stone they haven't gotten silent commitments and and you know all this stuff that you know spark these crazy confidence picks and all that there's still work to be done and kentucky knows that and i think that's something kentucky fans should appreciate i said that on this last show uh, they're very uh, confident about where things stand but know that it's a day-by-day situation uh, and they want to make sure that they close on these kids that, that they need to close on and they would like uh, their dream class to uh, kind of come to fruition sooner rather than later and i think they've put themselves in a, in a tremendous spot to do so uh, rather quickly so uh, that wraps up this show. Uh, obviously, this is something I, I want to just uh, be quicker and just put out things as soon as I hear them and, and make sure that even if it's a 10, 15, 20-minute episode of just me rambling into uh, the microphone on, on an, any given night that we do that because we got to be on top of things here on the Source Say podcast with uh, the latest trends with Kentucky basketball recruiting on top of our typical you know post-game, pre-game shows. We'll be, uh, the plan as of right now is to go down to uh, the Bahamas. We're going to have 
sources say live from the Bahamas where that will be a ton of fun. We'll get behind the scenes intel from how the team is looking in practice, uh, what shenanigans they're getting into around the resort at Baja Mar and uh, you know, all the crazy stories that you guys have heard over the last, uh, the, the last couple sessions down in, in the Bahamas. Uh, we're going to be providing that here on the Source to Say podcast. So keep a very close eye out uh, and an ear out for that. We're very excited for that. So uh, with that, you can find me on Twitter at Jack Pilgrim KSR. Reach out to me via email at jpilgrim at KentuckySportsRadio.com. With that, we'll be back next time for the Jam Pack Source to Say podcast. We will see you then.